0: Welcome to the 239th episode of Tali Talk. This is Chris. And this is Casey. And we're back to drop some geekly news on your skulls. So uh it's been a little it's been a little break since uh our Spring last break. episode. Yeah, it's the early 2023. We gotta take some time off, refuel, get some more news in the uh in the whole in the uh in the chamber and fire it all at you so uh casey what are you uh what are you been geeking out about
1: um i'm playing midnight suns i've made some headroom still headway i've been sick well i've been on vacation we've been on vacation so i haven't played but um been sick this week i've been able to catch up i also just finished um what did i just talk to you about this morning White white knight yep so finally finished that I mean we're going to have similar, right? Also Supergirl woman of tomorrow. Been trying to make my way through this list of things that um James Gunn said you know they'll be pulling from for this new DC. So after White Knight I'll probably move on to Creature Commandos and All-Star Superman and I've already read Batman and Robin um maybe I'll reread it but yeah. So just trying to get my way through all that stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I think they should have just done White Knight instead of Batman and Robin, whatever the hell they think they're doing with that. Um, right. Yeah, it's funny because like a lot of people post like, oh, Batman and Robin. But then they'll post the Dick Grayson and, and Damian books, which is not what they're doing at all. No. Um, nor are they really doing Brave and the Bold. So it's kind of, I don't care about their Batman yet until you really make me care because all you do is Batman. Um, but the great, I th- the great things about like the Murphyverse is that when you take a different approach with the Batman mythos, and you make something really cool. Uh, yeah. And I've been trying to get you to read it for a while. And I love that yes, series. Yeah. I reread it. Uh, we're kind of book clubbing these comics. So uh, White Knight's great. It's it's badass. It's a lot of fun. And, smart, smart yeah, it's Smart. Yeah. Um, Supergirl, same thing. Uh, you, you know, <laughs> what a cool approach. Um, so good. Yeah. Tom King is is one of the best writers of our time right now, in my opinion. Um, everything I've read from him, I've really enjoyed. And yep. I just also finished Human Target, which is just a really cool it's just set in a different it's set a different decade. It's written like a crime noir. It's it's such a cool story, uh, the way that they approach it. Uh, and I, I that I would watch as like a show, even um, since it's kind of a it's a it's based on time. So read it as I've been trying to get you to do um, and we can we can chat it up
1: yeah um i did just want to say real quick too as far as geeking out i saw dungeons and dragons and i encourage yes. everybody to go give it some money because it really was a fun and john wick Four, which we'll talk about in a second but
0: yeah both of those were absolutely excellent really had a good time another movie that's out in theaters that you should see in theaters is mario um john a lot will of go see yeah soon. so yes. I need to make that trifecta. Uh, I've mean, other than that. I'm I video gaming. I've been playing Hogwarts Legacy. About thirty hours in. Oh um, my goodness! Okay, yeah, it's it's awesome. It's a, great, <laughs> it's a great game. It's better than I thought it would be. Not being the biggest Harry Potter fan, but right? I, exactly. I love those mythos. I do. Yeah. Um, and this is a great romp within a different you know totally different century um yeah and they do a really good job with it it's 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 fun it's very much like on the level of like Assassin's Creed like RPG level that size that kind of fun adventure world like all of that so I can't wait for you to read it I will soon. unfortunately uh we did have a passing uh within the last couple of weeks since we did the last show and it's a big one uh lance reddick who i i think i discovered through fringe for the most part i would never watched the wire and it's something i need remedy um but then of course with horizon zero dawn yeah. and more uh and of course how you just mentioned john wick but lance reddick has been you know such a geekly staple uh as an actor and he passing at age 60 is really alarming to me um since they really haven't spoken about what he passed from but as we continue to reach our goal of 50 here um it's just it's kind of wild to watch people who are so iconic um go before their time honestly in my opinion
1: yeah he um when you look at his uh videography whatever you want to call it like the dude has been in beware the batman he's a voice earth mightiest avengers i'm one of three people who like that new resident evil series he was on lost i mean like the list really goes on and on um this is a hard one you know what i mean because he's not that old (laughs) and he's has such an insane body of work um so yeah it's rough and you know all the interviews i read uh were just saying like how much of a nice guy he was and you know what i mean like Yeah, clearly, like everyone put them in everything. So it's sad. Um, Let's take a moment of silence just to remember Lance Reddick.
0: All right, let's talk some Marvel news, huh? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Uh, There's a lot that's happened uh, at our little break. We've had to trim some news, uh, but let's let's get into the meaty stuff. Uh, Let's talk Cap 4, which is really, you know, working its way up to be an incredible Hulk movie. Uh, Liv Tyler uh, is coming back as as Betsy Betty Ross. I, I always confuse the two between the flag maker and Hulk's girlfriend, but she's back. Uh, a lot of people are, are like, oh, she's going to be the Red She-Hulk and blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I'm just <laughs> like, no, don't don't <laughs> even talk about the MCU like it's going to give you everything you wanted. Um, But this is this is fun. I love to see the fact that they're bringing back these actors from incredible hulk which is a good movie in my opinion uh, i did like that a lot so i'm really yeah. excited to see the leader um i can't remember what his the actor's name is but i've i was really kind of disappointed they never really utilized him uh but here we are uh adamantium is being delivered in this movie uh general ross harrison ford is taking on that role and who knows what else is going to happen maybe there's even rumors of mutants uh, more and more of them arriving within this film. What do you think?
1: I mean, just about Liv Tyler. I'm excited for her to come back. You know, especially with leading into like the Thunderbolts too. Like this to me makes sense. um And other than Edward Norton, all those characters can be utilized. We've already seen Blonsky show up in She-Hulk, and it was a fun way to do that. So, like, I'm down. You know, I'm I'm into it. I'm I'm into this idea of this movie anyway. It sounds great.
0: Yeah. Blondsey's return in Shang-Chi or Shang-Chi was, was better. Oh yeah. i um, yeah. I liked his She-Hulk character, but I just, I don't like that show enough to be like, yeah, it was a great use of him. It was a good use of him. Yeah. But the show was disappointing. Um, anyways, across Spider-Verse got a new trailer recently, uh, much more Spider-Man 2009 centric, which I'm very excited for, but they do make mention of the MCU verse, uh, talking about Dr. Strange and that little kid. Um, smart that's all that's all i want
1: (laughs) yeah i um i didn't watch it i'm done you know what i mean Mm -hmm. just because i've been into that movie so i'm sure we're going to see some stuff in there that is going to be mind-blowing uh just like the first movie was i mean arguably the best spider-man movie we've ever had and
0: this is only gonna yeah
1: (laughs) I mean, if someone wants to say "No Way Home" is better, I won't necessarily fight you about it. But like, Spider-Man
0: 2 is better than No Way Home. Ooh, whoa! Okay, what is going on here? All Just right. watched it again the other night. I Spider-Man
1: about. 2. That's like creme Listen. de la creme. It's, I'll say this to me, it's like Back to the Future and Back to the Future 2. You had everything that you already loved about Back to the Future, and then Back to the Future 2 was like, but also hoverboards. You know what I mean? So, like, I still think Back to the Future, the first one, is a perfect movie. Back to the Future 2, you could all, again, arguably even better, but at the same time, it depends on what you want. So, yeah, Spider Man 2 is a great freaking movie. Really, really is.
0: Yeah. You can catch this and more comments on the Listen Up Casual season four episode of Spider Man coming. My on that, I better be. You honest. will be. You will be. Since I'm moving it to season four, it's it's yeah, coming. Yeah, because I will. I will lay into that. You're the only choice. So, you're you're the chosen one. Um, <laughs> Joshua Friedman, uh, who wrote Avatar: Way of the Water, uh, has jumped on to help rewrite, help rechannel Fantastic Four. <laughs> um yeah i i don't know what the mcu is it seems to be in a flux of change uh after the announcements they made now they want to do less so you i i don't care i just want good movies and content that i care about so give me fantastic four already please
1: yeah this uh, so the only thing i'll say with this this guy has worked on a lot of stuff but not like like not anything um <laughs> meaning so sorry he's worked on the following the show with kevin bacon as a Ugh, production love that assistant <laughs> but as a production assistant same thing with like person of interest like he's worked on these things transformers a production assistant and this actually goes back to what um i think it was like scorsese and spielberg and all these people were saying was like superhero movies aren't necessarily dead but like when you don't put quality behind the work then it's just going to be okay. And you know what I mean? So like, not that I have anything against this guy and his fantastic four movie could be mind blowing and we could all be happy and and be like, Whoa, those ones from the two thousands are crap. And the Corman one is crap. That's fine. Cause I believe that, you know, as somebody who's trying to break into the industry, I I believe that people deserve a chance. But when you're talking about America, you know, the, the first comic book family in, in comic history I'd, I'd rather you told me Aaron Sorkin wrote it you know what I mean or like some Oscar winner you know what I mean who already knows like family drama or Neil or Vin P- Diesel you know yeah right yeah. no shit. <laughs> 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 or whoever's writing those movies because clearly they've got the family thing down so that's all like does this excite me no actually not at all but I I do want to see Fantastic 4 done right.
0: Well this next one is a counter to that mm-hmm. um because we've been talking about this how why do well this is just s- yeah superheroes not make use of comic book writers. So yeah. Zeb Wells is joining the already established Deadpool 3 writing team which is great. Right. Great. Fine. Um but this is this is a this is actually a a, a great little piece of news seeing that they're actually going to start utilizing a little i don't know if they'll start but that they're actually utilizing a comic book writer
1: well so he worked on she hulk as well Mm um you know what i mean he's done robot chicken stuff this to me is like if you don't trust a comic book writer to go full in and write you a comic book story which i think is bullshit you know we've talked about that as it is then do it like this then bring in this person have them paired with somebody You know what I mean? Just like Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland when they did uh, Rick and Morty. Uh, Dan Harmon's already worked on community. He's already worked on live action stuff. Justin Roiland mostly worked on cartoon stuff. You know what I mean? Bring them together and you have Rick and Morty, which is amazing. So, like, bring Zeb Wells in who has his comic book background. Now he's got a bit of a TV background. He's already worked on Deadpool as a comic. Why not? Like, why not? (laughs) Why not? It does ah, it, it's mind blowing to me sometimes that they just don't make these decisions.
0: Exactly, and then they're just left wondering why people are just kind of turned off by some of these films. But, yeah. um, lastly, uh, Secret Invasion got a new trailer. Honestly, it's it gives me a lot of vibes of early MCU Winter Soldier things like that of the side of the MCU I love a lot. Uh, I'm excited for it. But I'm also kind of like, all right, we'll see what this really means.
1: Yeah, I mean, to your point, Marvel's kind of spinning plates, and we really don't know where anything means. Because to me, Secret Invasion would have been your Phase 4, 5, and 6. You know what I mean? Like, that to me is a long game. That would have spilled over into Cap, which could have spilled over to being like, the X Men, you know, like there's a lot of things they could have done, and now it's like Kang and Secret Wars. To me, that's too many cooks. Yeah. Like, these are big events that deserve their own time to breathe. And Secret Invasion is a great series of comics, you know what I mean? It, had, it was a really cool thing that they did, but that would have been the phase, in my opinion. So, yes, I'm excited. The trailer looks freaking great. What does it mean for the overall MCU? Like, how does this? have to do with captain marvel well i guess he
0: was already in. Ca- I, I don't know I, I i don't know what it all means no absolutely i just i feel like it could have just been phase four could have been like oh we're taking advantage of what happened with the blip we're taking advantage of where earth is at this point instead of like this whole like uh, we're dealing with our emotions and and the fallout and blah 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 okay that's fine but what is the real? What was the real thing that brought everything together? It could have been Secret Invasion. My thing about the Secret Invasion comics was like, oh, hey, we're we're saying Hank Pym has been a has, has been a scrawl for decades, and he's been an mm. asshole. So he's not really an asshole. He's really a Skrull. But how right. do you? What are you doing with that kind of within a ten year movie scene? Who are we going to change up? That it's really going to be this big shocker or this this I don't I, I don't know. Well, just, which is
1: why I think they they could have. If yes. that was that was the phase. You know what I mean? Then you could have done this, made it all the scrolls. You know, Chris Evans comes back, Iron Man comes back, etc., and it would have been a cool thing. Now it's just like, why are you doing this one again?
0: Right. I it's like, hey, Captain Marvel showed these scrolls in the nineties. They're here. We've established them and so forth. Yes. All the storytelling has taken place since then. So sure. But what what is it going to mean? So we'll see. Hopefully it's lots of action, lots of spy and intrigue and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. And Samuel <coughs> Jackson of deniers. Yeah. Yeah, that too. So um, let's jump over to Marvel Comics with Fall of X happening, uh, which is the basically the end of the Krakoan Age, as they're calling it. Um, and Hickman's whole huge storytelling endeavor through that, um, it looks like there's something new coming from Marvel called GODS. Uh, and that's basically an acronym, GODS. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a teaser released. Uh, Jonathan Hickman, uh, Valerio Shitty, I'm going to say their name is. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it's not, but I'm going to say it like that. It sounds about um, it right. Yeah. It's going to reimagine the and evolve the heart of the, MC, uh, the Marvel Universe um it's built as his most ambitious project yet i don't know how much more ambitious hickman can get but we'll see um dramatically reshaping marvel marvel's pantheon of cosmic beings and the entities behind the very fabric of reality okay Ugh. sure i'm already tired reading that um <clears throat> as usual my biggest issue with comic books is the girth (laughs) the girth of what you have to read in order to stay caught up have something be relevant and so forth which is my always my argument with monthlies versus maxis minis and whatnot and where my reading has evolved it's like i love comic books but sometimes especially hickman is just way too ambitious for me
1: right and it's the other thing is is like we talked about it not that long ago is like we're doing Ultimate Invasion, right? So like that's in June. That's bringing I guess the ultimate characters back into the forefront with you know with Brian Hitch. How does this have to do with that cuz Secret Wars kind of did some of that world blending, which is why we have Miles um you know in the in the 616. Like I I don't I don't
0: know. I don't know. I haven't oh. read
1: Marvel in years because of
0: these reasons. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's crazy to me. I just which which Secret Wars is also Hickman? The new Secret
1: Wars? Was it? <laughs> yeah, so oh my goodness. Or yeah. he was
0: like the least the 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 architect of all of that as well.
1: No, you're so. right. Which I did
0: actually. <clears throat> Uh, Secret Wars, right? But that's hugely ambitious as well. What they did with right. that, um, right? So many tie-ins and, and whatnot, and yep. to make it relevant. So again, I whatever. I'll read the cliff notes. Yeah, yep. Uh, I just said Fall of X is coming. Yes, it's coming. Uh, um, actually, this is just uh, this this final story will kick off this summer. It's just announced at MegaCon. Um, it will determine if mutant prosperous. Cohen age can truly last forever or if it's a foundation that has been doomed from the start. So get ready for another huge
1: event. So here's the thing about this fall of X is that we don't know what's going to happen, but it's like threatening to go back to the old ways where X-Men are oppressed they their minority and etc. And it's like you just spent so much time building them up as quote-unquote gods <laughs> And now you want to go and take it away from them. Like, this is this is why I can't read Marvel right now. It's too much. Like, I was all on board with the new X-Men. I totally was. I loved it. And then it started getting Hickman. It got too big for its own britches. <laughs> so now you're taking that away probably because it got too big and ran away from you. But it's like, wh- wh- and then what? What was the point? <laughs>
0: what was the whole point of it? There's no point. It. I mean, there is. <sighs> But that's that's my thing about it. It's just if how can I continue to read something that is continually changing? You decide to reboot it or soft reboot it in a year or whatever. It's just it's tiresome. Mm-hmm. And and like the dawn of the DCU, it's like, oh, we're doing these individual titles. Oh, but hey, guess what? You know, we're going to be doing this in, in a few months or a year later. It's going to be completely the opposite of what they said. It was going to I don't i can't do it it's just mm-hmm. it's annoying to me so bring on the white knights and the maxis and minis and just let me enjoy a story from start to finish that's right <laughs> that's kind of where i'm at um lastly blade returns this summer in his own ongoing title um sure brian hill will be writing it with art from elena casa um Blades back and I usually will at least give these kind of things like five issues, you know, to read it and see where mm-hmm. it's going. But usually it's, you know, oh, hey, Blade's been canceled at issue 18. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, he was working on Fallen Angels. <laughs> uh, he did do Black Panther Unconquered. You know, he's he's actually more of a DC guy. He has been slowly getting more into to the Marvel side of things that's fine like you said i would love it if there was an ongoing blade story that i could just read and be happy with but you know him iron fist uh moon knight like some of these guys like all the midnight suns i guess like they just end up getting you know sidelined
0: they do they do and it's it's i want that side of the universe to get built up because i want to see it on the big screen or the little screen or whatever yeah um it's the same thing, like with this Ghost Rider ongoing. I thought it was a twelve issue maxi series that was going to stop, but it's apparently an ongoing. So I'm just kind of like lost in it now, where I'm compelled to keep buying these issues and yeah. reading them. It's been good. Don't get me wrong, but <clears throat> I'm also kind of more excited for this Danny Ketch six issue miniseries that's coming out, or whatever it is. You know, where it's yeah,
1: the one with Wolverine is like Ghost Rider or whatever.
0: Well, that's that's a crossover between. Um, the, right, the Ghostwriter ongoing, the Walking okay. ongoing because um, Ben Percy's writing both titles, so he's going to do an event. Actually, Danny Ketch because it, it is his, it was one of his anniversaries or something, whatever. The Ghostwriter 50, is, okay, is as well. So. Well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's time, especially if you're going to do something with these characters. So, anyways, jump the pond. Uh, we got the Blue Beetle trailer the other day. Uh, a lot of fun. I've yeah. been anticipating this character's arrival i think that the move from hbo max tv series to movie is the right step for this character um, because it is a relatable character for kids i think that this is the spider-man that dc needs i think that it's original enough and dunked in enough legacy of dc um, that it could be A good start for what they want to do with their with their dcu thoughts
1: um yeah you know i it's dc's hard because we don't know what this means and and i and i try not to even think about it because they've been so all over the place like what does this have to do but like what i guess really what does it because this was made, and Aquaman was made before James Gunn came up came in, and like obviously Shazam is like pff, DOA. Um, I I hope it's I hope it's good. I hope it gets uh, more uh, Latin representation. You know, we got it with uh, Namor, which I thought was a really good idea in in Black Panther how they yeah. how they did that. I'm excited to see this is like the lead. You know, a Latin superhero first time on screen. So, um, for that, I'm excited. For that, and I, I just hope it's not like that's it. That, I guess that's what has me worried: is like we see it, and then we just don't see that character again. That's what scares me.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I don't remember James Gunn talking too much positivity about Shazam or any of that that stuff. He does embrace the Flash. Yes,
1: yeah, yep. In this and this.
0: Yeah. So who knows? But if you do kind of leave this in its own world, you do you've you've taken some really interesting things from graduation day, the new one shot or whatever they just did where they like Victoria Court or whatever name was wasn't a character until the movie and now this the city it right. takes place in was a fictional city that has never been mentioned until that book and now this movie. Oh, so okay. There's a lot of cool things going here. And we talked about the whole idea of like this CGI romp and it's it's being overused. At the same time, <clears throat> this is the way to really use it. If you have this suit that can do anything that the the user basically it's a Green Lantern concept as well, if it can do anything and you do it the right way and you tell a heartfelt story, then then you've delivered, I hope. So right. Um yeah, I think that blue Be- is is has, has a lot of legs, um, because it's a beetle, but it's a bad joke. Um <laughs> and I love it's the horrible. I love the fact that they uh introduced Dan Garrett in Ted Cord's suits, Ted Cord's ship, <clears throat> and more from those mythos. So I think going all in like that is important instead of trying yes. to be like your own thing, like, um acting like this is the first Blue Beetle. So legacy is D C that's something that Zack Snyder never got um and i hope that that's where we're headed very excited
1: so yep
0: thank you um we just mentioned aquaman 2 it's been moved up to this year of december 20th it was so it was supposed to be on christmas day well so it was up against avatar right
1: (laughs) this year yes and then it got pushed like a year um and then it just moved up from christmas day five days to the 20th that's all okay interesting
0: don't know why me neither i i all i do is all i want is jason momoa is lobo so whatever, <laughs> whatever. I, I i don't know how this movie is going to be i don't know what their plans for aquaman is for the dcu but i would rather see something different i like these um james wan movies i i i a lot of people don't like that first one. We found it a lot of fun, love it. But that's really what it is too. It's it was just a different way to do the movie, um, but still paying homage to the proper Aquaman throwbacks to a lot of the different ways that they've conceived the character. So, um, yeah, I want to see what this means for the overall DCU. Yeah,
1: we'll see it. Absolutely, we'll see it. Yep, for sure. Uh first
0: looks. The Joker, too. Uh, mostly at Lady Gaga's Harley Quinn. Um, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't really care until this movie gets in theater <laughs> and I go watch it um, because I'm going to go see it in theaters. The first movie made a bunch of money. I like the first one for certain reasons. I don't like the first one for other reasons, um, but this is a different approach. I like the Elseworlds take on what they're doing i hope they do more elseworlds movies and we can just get more mature comic book movies so we'll see what they do with this i don't have a lot of hopes for it but it could be surprising who knows
1: i have zero in like i don't care like i'll see it (laughs) because i saw the first one and There's parts of that movie which I thought were absolutely brilliant, but overall just a rip-off of the things that he told us that it was a rip-off of Taxi Driver and Last King of Comedy. He literally said those were my inspirations. Oh, absolutely. To me, it was just like, well, then just get Scorsese to fucking do it then. (laughs) Like, You did a great job, Todd Phillips, but like, eh. eh. So, uh, that's it. For me, it's just like I try to separate the art from the artist, meaning like (laughs) harry potter i accept it the movies is what they are compared to the books and i know in comic book movies i'm never gonna get a one-to-one translation unless it's sin city uh you know what i mean like certain watchmen Watchmen. yeah there's certain things that are pretty damn close but like joker it wasn't my joker and that's fine because a billion other people think it's theirs so i can be in the minority about it i like lady gaga i like her music i like her acting I like Joaquin Phoenix as an actor. So I like Todd Phillips as a director. There's all these things on paper that sound great. I just overall, the first movie didn't do it for me. So we'll see how this goes.
0: Agreed. Agreed. This next one is something we've been talking about for a long, long time. Oh, yeah. I do not believe that the Matt Reeves world is grounded. I think that the Christopher Nolan movies were grounded. The Batman, to begin with, is can be looked at as a quote-unquote grounded character Mm -hmm. with these weird things that happen within Gotham. These weird characters like Clayface, Mad Hatter, these things that you can explain, Killer Croc. Do you need to? No. You don't have to explain this stuff. But it can be more of your not Superman-level stuff, not aliens, not weird magic stuff but these kind of things can exist in a movie and still make it great and this is what i've been waiting for in a batman movie show whatever is stop using the same damn characters over and over again so clayface is rumored for the batman 2
1: so for this it's it was kind of like when i would keep ranting about how mysterio needs to be in a a spider-man movie yeah you know what i mean similar actually pretty similar backgrounds yeah right so uh, this makes sense. If we see Clayface, they'll do it in like a cool way. Um, you can do it like a scroll situation. You know, he can, af- he can assume the form of anybody. You know, reading White Knight, he can go inside people's yep. bodies and manipulate them. So it's just like there's a lot to play with, where you can thread that needle between being too fantastical, but yet still being very grounded and in quote unquote realistic. So, uh, if this is the big bad totally fine with it super happy
0: yeah i i don't know what to think about it besides the fact that you have so much you can do with this movie and the, the different approaches so this is still a rumor so we will see what happens with it right right uh the second half of the final season of titans comes back on april 13th we're recording this on the 6th so a week from today the last six episodes will drop um Within that there's apparently a Stargirl Titans crossover of some sort. I don't know how, the truth of it. I read it. I want to believe it, um, uh, like Mulder, but I, I'll see it when I I'll believe it when I see it as as they say. Um but it would be interesting to see how they play it with Titans being so mature and Stargirl being a family friendly romp that it is. I mean I could see this.
1: I could see Jeff Johns, you know what I mean? Like he, he created the characters, sure. Go right ahead. Um I'll like I'm going to binge all this. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to be smiling, I'm going to be happy, and I'm going to be kind of sad that it all ended.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean this last season of Titans is great. Just like I said about Star Girl, it it does this. It knows it's ending. It goes back to that first season and it's tying everything nicely together into like this narrative, so um yeah i'm really excited for it to come back i think they're doing a really good job with with Bro- brother blood uh this time around for sure uh last up my adventures of superman is moving to adult swim we just talked about uh Cape crusaders getting picked up by amazon this one's this superman it looks very anime like they actually just dropped a teaser for it today um starring jack quaid uh i, I don't know whatever i'll watch it adult swim um but i don't i don't know how long this is gonna how many legs will have but
1: (laughs) well it's locked in for a two-season order oof
0: well it's always good to be locked in yeah so So,
1: um that's it i'll watch it uh that's all it looks fun looks cute
0: sure uh then in comic news joshua williamson and simone de mayo uh will be writing a new batman and robin series This is kind of um, probably what the movie should be more based on, the Brave and the Bold movie. So this is going to be Bruce and Damian, their own series together, uh, stemming out of Lazarus' uh, planet, uh, which actually Batman versus Robin led into. So this looks like it'll be repairing that relationship, and uh, hopefully we'll be getting some more detective stuff from the two because that's what I want to see. I want to see it going back to basics.
1: This... And here's the thing, man, maybe this is it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you got to think like as a writer, this is probably written a year ago, maybe yeah. more because the artwork takes forever. And the way that they have to do it is like, I don't know if DC uses the Marvel method, which is like wait until the last freaking minute to put out a comic right before it goes to print. But if they've already had this like set in stone, like, yeah, James Gunn could just be like, yep, we'll just we'll just take this in and, and to your point, then that's fine then use this as your blueprint. The comic comes
0: out, people get excited, fine. To me, that would be great. Yep, exactly. And you want to do some of that, you know, Son of the Demon stuff in the background yeah. is kind of like an origin of, of uh, course. Damien. Um, do it. You know, it's there's a lot of ways to do it. And I'm actually, I'm not downing Brave and the Bold. I just, I don't understand the title. Is it the title just, that yeah, does it for you? I know, like I want <laughs> Brave and Bold TV sh- show where you're just doing this crazy crossovers all these characters so uh let's jump over those galaxies far away um some farther than others um star wars guess what the the leading movie you know he he actually jumped ship i am not surprised by any of this complete garbage that keeps being delivered from the star wars movie front that don't freaking announce to them yeah. This is this is the stupidest thing I've ever dealt with in my life is let's announce movies that we're not going to make because we're too scared of the audience. Well, maybe if made actually some good content, I don't know, on TV like you are, maybe you just stick to that. Well, I think, is it him? You know what I mean? Or
1: is it what's actually happening at at? disney overall because marvel's shaken up too and they keep saying they're pulling back projects and
0: oh that's what i'm saying I'm star not wars the with. same yeah
1: yeah okay. <coughs> so yeah i think like but to your point quit quit announcing things just keep until you start filming no, no
0: exactly exactly i i mean he what did he just left to go do something else anyways you know what i mean it's nobody has patience for this stuff. You want to get this talent, you want to say you have this talent on board, but then you treat these movies like garbage, so you're going to lose it all. Anyway, Stephen Knight is taking over whatever this movie is. Probably a High Republic movie. Honestly. Probably, yeah. Um, I'll guess what they're still talking about, Don Glover coming back, is Lando. This is a no-brainer. This... No-brainer to me. <laughs> yeah. Um
1: sure you know what i mean like how does he show up when does he show up where i don't care just show up he'll probably here's the thing five years later well he can't be in mando then it would have to be i guess it would just all have to be pre a new hope you
0: i don't know i don't do know how do you this do that before billy d dies you do it like the young indiana jones adventure yeah just, yeah like, we've said this before everybody said yeah. this you can just tell Lando stories like, right. and then bring in these other characters. You don't have to tie it in anything. Just do this before you run out of time. Mm-hmm. Like you have a, you have arguably probably the best actor for the role. Um, we're fans of solo. A lot of people are fans of solo and what they did in that movie. Um, Glover's Lando is great. So why would you not, not make this happen? I, I don't know. Whatever. Yep. Um, let's talk some fun stuff because Zeb from Rebels showed up on spoilers. Spoiler alert. Mando season three. Um, because we're on the highway to Ahsoka, which is basically Rebels season two. Um season and maybe maybe, you know, even better stuff. Um so I'm very excited to see because we've gotten we saw those space whales. We got Zeb. It's all these little Easter eggs being dropped into Mando season three. And it's coming. And it's really amazing that um, I saw this meme where it's like you have Trapper Wolf. I think that's his name. who Dave Filoni plays the X-Wing pilot sitting in that bar of the last of that episode looking across the bar. He's got his Dave Filoni hat on and he's looking right at Zeb. And it's I didn't realize that. Yeah, if you oh, look, okay. it's like he's there. Right. And you're just like,
1: he's watching.
0: Yeah, he's watching his character come, come to, to life. life, you know. Yeah. So hmm. we want Star Wars to be successful. We've seen success in Star Wars. So keep pulling on that thread, Disney. Don't don't get crazy. Hmm. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Um, <laughs> I, You know, once Steve Blum started talking, I knew it was Zeb, uh, and I was very excited for
1: yeah, I uh I did one of those Leonardo DiCaprio memes. That's <laughs> up. I see that I know that man. <laughs> or whatever his I can't remember his race off the top of my head right now. I know that race.
0: Lestat or whatever Lassat.
1: Lassat Lestat, yeah.
0: Lassat the last the last vampire. Um Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh the young <laughs> Jedi Adventures uh dropped on Disney Plus. Um you can get all sorts of cool collectibles for kids. Uh, this is what Star Wars is about. It's for the kids.
1: Yeah, this is exactly what I've been waiting for as a parent to a toddler, to be honest with you. is like, I try to get my daughter into Star Wars, and she's not coming around as much as I would like. So, like, she's watched some Forces of Destiny. We watch a lot of the Lego stuff. You know, we watch some Freemaker and stuff. But, like, she still hasn't gotten hooked So I'm hoping this is something that I can get her into.
0: Seems like it seems like this might help. Or or you could bring her out to California and we could go north of here and we could check out this Forest Moon Festival, uh, which is first of its kind, celebrating 40 years of uh, Return of the Jedi. Since a lot of the scenes for Endor were shot here in California amongst the Redwoods um they're trying to get some um tourism going up in that area which needs it desperately and so they've had some of these different shows up there like the twilight one and Mm. and whatnot but this sounds like a lot of fun um and this is something i'd probably check out within the you know in in the next few years but they're doing one that's kind of more for locals which means i could probably sneak in there but maybe someday i'll just open a table there so
1: Eh, you should yeah this is a cool idea um i'm surprised we don't see more of this but maybe because they get sued i don't know you know what i mean like harry potter you couldn't say like harry potter night like even libraries can't say it they have to say like wizarding night and shit like that so maybe that's why but still this is cool um i think it's a great idea and yeah I, i wish i could go to it me
0: too. It could be good times. Maybe in the future. Like I said. Maybe someday. it'll become a yearly thing. You know, yeah. we'll be riding speeder bikes in the future. So <laughs> <laughs> Um Over in Star Trek News, uh, they finally announced Starfleet Academy. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody's been saying that this should have happened for <laughs> I don't know. This is something that is a, an idea that is that could be seasons of TV. I don't care how you do it. Um it could be a CW type type show. It could be something even more epic. Um it's coming up Paramount Plus. Uh this was announced amongst other things, including Stranger World season um two is coming this summer, lower deck season four, um, which were both renewed for new seasons along with Prodigy returned this winter. So Star Trek's doing some crazy good stuff on TV. Um, what do you think about Starfleet Academy?
1: Like you said, should have been done decades ago. Um, you want to get young people back into this, this is how you do it. You know what I mean? Star Wars should have been doing it too with the High Republic. They should have done the High Republic. Or, in my honest opinion, and when I read this, I also thought the same thing. Just adapt Lost Stars. Just do it. Yeah. Like, you want to get kids and and teenagers into Star Wars? Just adapt that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You know, a teenage love story. Same thing here. Make it a I don't care. Because whatever gets more people into these franchises is the thing you need to do, and this is a no-brainer. If you showed me again, like the Young Jedi series for uh, Star Wars, you show me a middle school Jedi Academy show, I would watch it. And this this just makes sense. So yeah, I love it. Love the idea.
0: Yeah, exactly. There's just there's a lot of ideas out there besides rehashing the same characters that you think are going to make popular. TV yeah, shows. yeah. Like. What about what about an X Wing Academy show? Like that was one of the could most. Could you popular imagine book series when we were kids? Yeah, the most popular Star Wars book series was right. X Wing. Same thing like that
1: Battlefront two book that came out. That was yeah. awesome. Like I love it. Like and that's the other thing. I know we're getting it with Acolyte, but yeah. even Star Trek could do this too. I liked the thing about Discovery is focusing on the Klingons. Like give us more bad guy shit. Like what are you afraid of? You know, people yeah. love Breaking Bad because it was a guy who fell. Give me that, but put it in Star Wars or Star Trek. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, like, where's our Klingon series? I like, don't
1: get it. That's what I mean. Like I, I'll write it. Hello, you know, guys, I'll do it.
0: Bring it. Bring it on. Um, lastly, in Star Trek news, uh, with the 30th anniversary of Deep Space Nine, Titan Books will be. Delivering the fictional prose novel, the autobiography of Benjamin Francisco. So, um, great, idea. By, right, great idea. Right, this is like the Ant Man book. There's a lot of different things where, or the like, the Ron Burgundy book. Like, I bought that when that came <laughs> out. I love these fake autobiographies because these characters are bigger than life, and sometimes you need a different way to learn about them or, or. or continue the story of them
1: yep 9304 pages of it too
0: <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> it drops this fall written by star trek journalist and author derek tyler attico so get ready and if oh i don't really even want to talk about it. never mind you haven't even watched the card so no Whew. so I'll, I'll stop it there we're gonna jump the commercial and we'll be back with the second half of the show DFAT Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly, focusing on creator owned and independent titles
1: like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT
0: Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. We are back from that single luscious commercial. And to <laughs> talk some crowd sorcery. <laughs> Love how luscious it is. It is. It, it's it's eternally luscious. So, um, anyways, Punk Droid. Uh, this was brought to my attention via the Facebook, the Defed Facebook. Uh, it's, it's it's dropping apparently today. Uh, it's still the the launch page is up. This is an anthology, comic anthology that sounds right up our alley post apocalyptic dystopia scenarios um, tons of androids robots and out of control ais what do you think this is uh...
1: yeah it's right up our alley that's you know we're into that stuff uh, cyberpunks and <laughs> all that shadow runs so yeah um as as usual crowd sorcery will leave up the link for it um i look they're they're 5 hours ahead of us okay. but Maybe they're just doing a late launch, but by the time you guys, the episode drops, it should be live and you can
0: support it. Absolutely. And then uh, next up, they live. uh, One of our favorite John Carpenter uh, movies uh, is getting a card game, and it's called Save the City and Slave the City. So, um, exciting new card game based on the Call Classic Gather Resources, Capture the City, and Expose Hidden uh, Invaders. Again, uh, this is one that's going to be launching soon. So again, another preview page.
1: Yeah, that will be interesting. Um, I guess it depends on what the card mechanics are. I used to be like, what did I try to say? I never used to be into card games and stuff. And I, I actually, I didn't write this down, but we can bring it up real quick. Magic the Gathering is doing like a new release, like on the 20th. And one of the things that they're releasing is the one ring to rule them all. And it's one. They're making one period. It's probably going to be worth God knows how much money. Several thousands of dollars. But I was like, you know. More than that. (laughs) Sorry. Hundreds of thousands. You know what I mean? Like, just lots of money. So I... I never used to be so much into card games. Like, when Magic dropped, I don't remember where we were in our lives, if we were in college or what, but I was just like, eh, I don't really care. Now I've been coming around on them. You know what I mean? Like, after Gwent, I have played a little Hearthstone. Um, Obviously, Midnight Suns, we've got that card element in there. So I'm getting around to the idea that I I think I would try something like this.
0: Yeah, plus, like, Magic, you can play online. uh, Right. With virtual cards. So it's just... Instead of having a tub full of thousands of dollars of cards like that are worth nothing like I do with Versus now, um, <laughs> right. at least there's like different ways to play these games get into them instead of the huge investment. Um, you still have to buy these things. But at the same time, it is smart to try to get it to more people that way. And hopefully, you know, it's it's something that takes hold. So I would love to see what the They Live looks like. Uh, so keep an eye on that Kickstarter. It launches pretty soon. Uh, Last up in here, the dancing Peacemaker Bobble figure uh, from Cryptozoic Entertainment. Uh, It's it's not it has not met its funding yet uh, funding goal. But, you know, it's it's stupid. It is. It beckons. Do you really want to taste it? Um, It is one of the best openings for a TV show I've enjoyed in a long time. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love that show. It would be interesting, I guess, to have a Peacemaker dancing. (laughs) I don't know.
1: Not really. It's thirty-five dollars too at the at the base. It's just it's a weird flex, to be quite honest with you. I don't really know why it exists, but it does, and you guys can back it if you want to. Maybe you're bigger peacemaker fans than we are.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I don't know how that's possible. (laughs) Well, anyways, uh, jumping over to comics and books, Megalopolis, uh, which sounds pretty epic um francis Ford coppola is working on comics right now um that'll be put out through image and it's gonna be based on his upcoming movie of the same title now i had no idea what this movie was until i read about this comic and apparently uh it, it stars adam driver Aubrey plaza forrest whitaker lawrence fishburne dustin hoffman and shia LaBeouf. so um big cast here for an upcoming movie that's i this is exciting because we we mention all the time about these big directors and they're they're this is the opposite of what they're doing they're adapting their movie into a comic book Mm -hmm. versus like talking about comic movies what what do you what what are your thoughts on all of this i didn't know
1: like apparently coppola has been working on this idea uh since the 80s and that's crazy to me. Um I guess they wrapped production on the on the movie so that's in post now. This book will probably coincide with the actual release of the of the movie. Sure. <laughs> Let's see. You know, these sorts of things I don't know, right? Like remember JJ did like a Spider-Man, like some celebrities will like jump in and and do comics to different varying results like Tom Holland did a Fright Night comic. Which of course i bought it's okay so we'll we'll see but the movie sounds great
0: <laughs> well here we have um it actually will be chris ryle and artist jacob phillips will be adapting yeah. the story so that's that's probably a better thing than copeland taking care of the comic right right you're right so anyways uh look forward to more news on this um And more, because this is something we'll be talking about in the near future as we get more details. So, uh, next up, Cyberpunk 2077 Library Edition Volume 1. If you're enjoying the Night City life, uh, here's a chance to do more of that. Uh, Just be collecting a lot of the, the different comics that have come out and and building up that world. So you'll get the deluxe hardcover, a collection of three intense action-packed stories, (laughs) and as we make our way towards the sequel uh, and also the DLC for the first game, um, people are are enjoying this more and more. So I think that it'll have legs as we go on uh, into the future, and I really enjoyed my playthrough of the game, and I actually want to go back and play it.
1: Yeah, this is cool. Um this is a smart way to do it. Dark Horse and and CD
0: Project Red
1: have worked together on Witcher for years. Um so this just makes sense that they continue that relationship and this is a cool way to do it. Like 50 bucks for 12 comics in like a beautiful hardcover. Like to me, this is the way that I like to buy comics now. Give me the mm-hmm. collected you know, same thing with like my sagas. Like I like looking at it like a library with the hardcover yes. editions too. So I'm all in on this.
0: Absolutely, I agree. Um, and speaking of that, in its own sense, next up, Cosmic Detective, which is a Kickstarter that we featured on this page, on this on this show, and DFAT and more. Um, I backed it. I'm actually. I think the comic, the book, is sitting right here. Uh, it's gonna be. Getting a wide release this December. Uh, this was by Matt Kent, um, Jeff Lemire, and Dave Rubin. And so look forward to that. I I have not read it yet. I do want to, um, but this is kind of the tag. It's when a God is murdered, who solves the crime? Enter our detective. The murder of a God threatens to tear apart the very fabric of our reality. Only our detective stands in the way of utter destruction. But will the mystery he uncovers be worse than disaster he's trying to advert? <laughs> so, sure. <laughs>
1: so this uh, is the new
0: one, right? It just goes from Kickstarter. It gets picked up by, by Image.
1: <laughs> it seems like that's right. Like the thing that they do now. Um, but sure. I'll say this. I got that Ether comic from uh, Matt Kent, Like when I met him at Heroes Con and I never read it. It is really good. You would yeah. you would like that quite a bit. So um, I have
0: the book, I think, actually.
1: Yeah. So Matt Kent was the writer. David Rubin or Ruben or whatever is the artist on it. I didn't realize it on like this. This is a t- like this is an all star team. You, I'm glad you backed it. I remember now reading it like, yeah, this I will get the collected version of this.
0: Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, What is this next? Yeah, thing?
1: I can take this, this one. A,
0: yeah. Do it up.
1: So, Comicsology is the number one resource for digital comics. Obviously, owned by Amazon. Um, now there's an alternative, which will be Global Comics, and they've partnered up with Boom Image and some others. So, that's the thing. Like, obviously, DC has what is it? DC Infinite for their comic books. Yeah. Uh, then Marvel has whatever Marvel calls Unlimited. theirs, Unlimited. Image and the other guys don't have their own standalone services, so you have to buy them via Comixology if you want to get the digital copies. So now Global Comics is going to be a new uh, way to do that. If you're a digital comic book reader, just some just some options out there. That's that's
0: really it. That's smart, it's smart. I yep. the more I'm I read digital comics. I mean, it just it, for me having the DC app and just being able to read whatever I want when I Finge. want. It's, it's the best. Right. I'm yeah. just like when I say I don't want to read monthlies, it doesn't necessarily I mean I don't want to read monthlies. It means I don't want to buy monthlies. I don't want to read them one month at a time. Right. Yeah. This is an affordable option if you're a comic book fan. Yep. Um, yep. Go on by the single issues you want, like the variants and the special covers and the special stories. Like I still do, but you can still keep up on your stories without breaking the bank. Um, it's just, it was one of the smarter things they do yes maybe they lose sales but at the same time it's like how else you keep a fan base if you're gonna do these epic stories with all these tie-ins that people just can't afford these days so yep anyways that's my soapbox Mm -hmm. um before we jump into this is a good transition between comics and and media um so joe Casada. Casada. yeah um he left Marvel. Yep. On his own free will, right? Yep, Cup of Joe. So we we were we had that experience a couple times at Comic-Con to go and watch Cup of Joe and listen to him talk about, you know, his his time in the <laughs> in the industry. And he's yeah. one of the he's one of the big wigs. He's um easily one of the more influential people at Marvel over the years. And now after departing, he's going he's been hired by amazon he's been recruited by amazon as they start to put greater focus on comic book films and tv series so we talk about this where amazon has picked up some things like paper girls and more um regardless of the imprint um but they just they haven't been able to really carry anything i don't think the boys the boys
1: invincible
0: there's a couple, you know, there's a couple and there's a couple not. So what do you see as like the future of Amazon with these adaptations?
1: Me. <laughs> I see them taking the holocom TV series is what I see. Um, honestly, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing is like uh, one of our other friends, another indie guy, he just got picked up for something uh, for Sony. Um you know, James Patrick, friend of D Fat, writer of Monsters of Jimmy Crumb and Kaiju Score. He's got a deal from Aftershock Comics with Sony about adapting that. I think, you know, you and I have had extensive conversations offline about kind of behind the scenes because I'm kind of, we're kind of sort of in it, right? Where you see that a lot of these comic book companies are really ip factories at this point where you're making the comic to then get turned into the thing or the reverse of it as of the um the coppola thing where you're making the movie then to get brought into a comic or you're making the video game that gets gets turned into comic, whatever right so this guy has been with marvel forever he has brought jessica jones to tv he's brought age of ultron to movie like this guy knows it And if anyone knows talent, it's Joe Casada. So this is great. To me, it's like I think you'll just get a lot of people um, feeding him these ideas, and he's going to pick and choose what he thinks needs to be adapted. Their comic book presence is just what I said, the Invincible and the Boys, and that is it. Uh, whereas you see Netflix and, you know, DC, obviously Warner brothers, like they're getting other things like adapted, um, Amazon needs it, you know, they failed with wheel of time. Uh, I've heard that rings of power is going okay, you know, for them in the fantasy realm. And right now the boys is like kind of what people go to Amazon to even watch. So they need more of these things for them to get brought to the, to, to get brought to a streaming service instead of just a package delivery service. So I I think this is a great move and I, I do hope they get more indie publishers like myself to get picked up.
0: Yeah. Amen. I agree. Um, yeah, the boys is probably in my opinion, strong, very strong opinion that it's the best adaptation and the best comic book show on TV, uh, I yeah, will argue arguable, that all day. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It's fun. Yeah. It's it's pretty faithful. Uh, and they just don't give any f. So it's great. And I, and I hope for more of that. Because as we get kind of inundated with the big two, and we say this all the time, there's so many other stories to tell, including yours. Um, so let's see it. Let's see it happen. All right, let's jump into TV and streaming news. This is something that should have happened from the beginning with uh, HBO Max launch. Harry Potter is now rumored, strong rumor, to be a streaming reboot uh, with each season covering each book. So um, the world of wizarding and Harry Potter is so, so needed to be adapted in so many different ways. What do you think about this? Should they redo the series or should they be doing something different?
1: Both. Hmm. That's it. You know what I mean? This is fine. Uh, I'm happy for it. I don't know how they do it. Like, do you stick with one kid or group of kids, a la Stranger Things? Which they should, and I'd be totally okay with it. Just stick with the same kids. Um, But as you've seen in playing Hogwarts Legacy, there's a whole world out there of things that can be done. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. This is the easiest thing that you could have done because it's a one-to-one translation, right? And you'll get the time to explore Dobby and all the other bullshit that you couldn't put in the movies, right? So I'm perfectly fine with this, but let's keep it going. You know what I mean? Like, Give me a, a Marauders movie. Give me a... Du- you know, defense of the dark hearts like uh, spy espionage. Like, you can do so many things within this world that they have not even begun to scratch the surface. So, if this is how you're getting into it, that's fine. But this is another one of those franchises that it's endless. You can just keep throwing stuff out at me, and I'm going to keep showing up for it.
0: Absolutely. I agree. Um, next up, The Chosen One, American Jesus, uh, Mark Millar. So, it looks like Malar World is still alive at Netflix. What's going on here?
1: Yeah, so, originally it's called American Jesus. That comic book came out maybe 20 years ago. It's a while. Um, So, they're, you know, still cherry-picking his stuff, and they're going to finally adapt it. It's going to be called The Chosen One, and it will be a series on Netflix. Don't have a date yet, but um, they haven't really done much. (laughs) They've done my boy Dirty. So, I really don't have much faith in it if I have to be completely honest because I like Jupiter's legacy, though I have a lot of issues with it. I hated Super Crooks don't know if the live action is still gonna happen with that because the anime was just shit. We'll see, but I so far, that deal to me has just been nothing nothing good, yeah, complete garbage i
0: it's it's sad there's it's sad it's my it favorite is. writer. Yeah, sad, it is. Uh, next up, Brian Kugler is apparently attached to an X Files reboot. Okay, you can't even make X Files good anymore. So, what are you gonna do? You're gonna go back, reboot it? You're gonna do something co- completely different? I I don't know. I for me, X Files is Skuller and Mulder. Uh, Skuller. Scull- Skull and Mulder. Skuller. <laughs> the Skuller duo. Um, so I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Maybe you should just be doing something original. It's, uh,
1: you know, I. this is hard because it's totally fine for a reboot. I'm I'm totally okay with that. Great, whatever. Sure. You're going to have to call it X-Files. Call it whatever the hell you want. That's what I'm saying. But, like, are you going to... Are they going to come back because they've done it? You know, they did it, what, a few years ago. It wasn't even that long ago that they did that other season. So, fine. I'm not excited. No, because
0: each of these add-ons have been garbage. They're not great. Yeah. So, I don't know. Whatever. This sounds great, though. Scott Pilgrim is getting an anime adaptation with the original voice cast from the movie. Very smart. Very, very smart.
1: Yeah, this is, that's it. It it put a little smile on my face. Um, That's all. Like, the, the only thing I can say about Scott Pilgrim is, like, when is it done? Like, or, like, give me a 10 years later. Like, give me something else within this world instead of the exact same comic getting adapted in different ways. I love the movie. I love the video game. I love the comics. I love it all. But, like, and I'm sure I'll love this anime. Can we just, like, go forward, Brian Lee O'Malley? Like, take the characters, do something else
0: with them. That's all I'm asking. True, 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 too true, true. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> let's stop. Uh, the Muppets Mayhem is dropping on May 10th. We got a trailer for it. It's coming to Disney Plus. Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem, the greatest band on Earth, is being featured. <laughs> um, I'm actually excited for this. I love. I love that. I love that band. I love Muppets. So, just keep doing this. This is fun. Disney has the rights to them. They've they've done Muppets a few different ways over the years mm-hmm. now, and whatever. Just keep giving us the uh, the content. Uh, Muppets have been popular since we were kids. Before we were even conceived. Um, it was it's it's a long running franchise that can continue to you know entertain. And this is the way you do it. You tell these little stories about the characters from that world. So. I'm excited to watch this.
1: That's Yeah, that's it. Like, I think this is a good way to do it because the things that they've done with the, with the Muppets lately haven't done well. You know, they did like that office type of show, that other yeah. Muppet movie. The first one was effing fantastic. Um, but it's like, OK, we're still Muppets, but we're not focusing on Kermit and Miss Piggy and the ones. It's Dr. Teeth, The Electric Mayhem. It's a band. Those other people can show up. Maybe Rolf's the manager. I don't know. But like. Fine, this is fine. I'll watch it yep
0: exactly exactly. uh jumping over to movies. The Little Mermaid, we got our first look at the trailer uh and I don't know i I am a fan of these live action adaptations. I am, and I'm looking forward to this. I will watch it i I don't know i I remember Little Mermaid being one of the first Disney movies that we went to see with my sister when we were kids. Um in theaters, as she was getting a little bit older, and these this line of movies like this Aladdin Lion King, they were like staples versus like the real classics. these were the ones from our childhood, so this movie um is very fantastical, and I'm excited for it uh, and you know, I'll probably go see it in theaters,
1: yeah, you know i I have to watch it at least once a week now with my kid, so. There you go. Um, listen to music all the time. I'll go see this. I actually just read today. There's an interview with Alan Menken, the composer, who said they're changing the lyrics for "Poor Unfortunate Souls" and "Kiss the Girl," which is my favorite song, um, to be a little bit more updated. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> which I'm sure people will yell about, but to me, it's better than like "The Lion King," which lost my favorite song. Yeah, uh, I was say that. <laughs> be prepared. <laughs> right. So you know what I mean, like fine you got to update the lyrics to be like ask if you can kiss the girl sure i don't care like just i'll just watch the movie
0: that sounds that sounds fair ask first exactly
1: um even though she's asking for it so she can get her voice back and be with him so i don't understand
0: ask twice so (laughs) quest love uh will be adapting the aristocrats aristocats sorry yeah um very cool i i love quest love and i think that this is a really neat idea for him to take on this uh these adaptations for i think it's probably for disney plus just like yeah. they did with um lady and tramp uh yeah. the upcoming peter pan yeah. there are things that i'm really excited to see more on the small screen even though i w- i would go see that peter pan movie in the big screen it looks freaking epic it does and jude law is captain hook and <laughs> good god man so um i'm looking forward to more this is going to be kind of a cgi live action hybrid
1: yeah, I sure. That's fine. You know, I would I would definitely watch it.
0: Yeah. Um, I've never watched Milana. I probably should watch it, but they're adapting it to live action, The Rock is involved in. it, So, he's why not? In, so he's in it. Yes. In the, he's in the so, original, right? Yeah, he's Maui
1: and he did like a nice little introduction to let people know that they're going to be adapting it. That one. So I'm not going to get on my soapbox. I'm excited to see this. The end. Awesome.
0: Awesome. (laughs) Can't wait. I am, however, getting more and more excited to watch this weird-ass Barbie movie that's seemingly going to be like an acid trip from our childhood. Um, (laughs) They dropped a new trailer for it. Um, They're really going deep into the mythos. Uh, (laughs) Michael Cera is playing (laughs) a character from like Ken's best friend, who they're like he's i don't even know what his name is but they showed a card for him as well um all the different cans and then all the barbies Barbies. it's so it's so wild um and just the fact that they're making this movie to be this kind of like crazy colorful good time so i'll give it a chance um you know us being toy fans and historians this is kind of right up our alley and weird (laughs)
1: It looks weird. Um, I will yeah. say this. I The trailer for me, I didn't like it. But that was me. I was like, this is fine. Uh, but it just could have been to me like a not well-made trailer. I still think the idea behind it is really cool. There's some things in the trailer that I thought were really cool. I think there's going to be like musical numbers and stuff, which actually has me kind of excited for this kind of movie. So I'm going to see it for sure. I just I know watching that trailer I was like, this is so this is okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's just such a weird concept. It to, is for to sure. To be doing it this way. So, uh, next up, Netflix uh, will be teaming up with Guillermo del Toro uh, for his Frankenstein movie. This sounds awesome. I don't care what it is that he does, I'll watch it. But,. Uh, it looks like they are looking at either, you know, Andrew Garfield and Oscar Isaac and me and goth, all these stars for this movie. And I think that I would love any of that um, to happen. So I'm ready for a creepy tale, a telling of one of my favorite monsters. So,
1: That's it, man. <laughs> that is it, you know. And did you watch X or goth or uh, X or Pearl yet? no yeah i need to please do like yeah. she is i mean you
0: tell me they're fantastic <laughs> yeah she you know they like, said she should have won an award for them
1: her <laughs> and jenny ortega are like the new scream queens um
0: so grant ortega's you know, is is scream, is in- scream now right
1: well jenny ortega's in scream yeah but they yeah. and all that but like yeah like they both they're really good so this makes me excited for sure awesome
0: cool um next up, Ghostbusters sequel adds Pat Oswald and Kumala uh Nanjani. More stars added to this movie. Sure. We're going back to the city. We're going back to the firehouse. I loved afterlife and I'm ready for more from that world.
1: That's it. I, I can't I just want to see more. That's all. I don't care who's in it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. What is hypnotic? I
1: this is weird as hell so this is um a robert rodriguez movie a thriller uh with ben affleck it looks unlike anything robert rodriguez has done for sure like it looks like more of like a normal like hollywood movie but there's some weird shit where uh these reality bending crimes are connected to ben affleck's missing daughter there's a psychic in it like the trailer is all sorts of weird so um oh there's a
0: trailer for it yeah there's a trailer for it yeah so
1: watch that super weird (laughs) that's pretty much all i can say it comes out on may 12th which seems very soon since this is the first time i saw a trailer for it
0: yeah that sounds pretty awesome Uh, yeah i'll have to check that out i we're big rodriguez fans here so it'll be it's nice to see him back in the spotlight like this and then for you to say it's kind of a unique movie yeah. for him. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good to me. Awesome. Um Street Fighter, the rights to any live action movie, whatever, is going over to Legendary. Uh live action okay. anything. Yeah. Just oh well, sorry.
1: Anything. It can anything. be cartoons yeah. too, because Legendary does like the the Godzilla and, and Kong stuff, animated stuff too. So it's anything. So Kickstarters probably probably yeah. we'll get a mini miniature game made out of it you know as legendary tends to do as well so yeah like i like street fighter um so i'm willing to see more from this world and, and what they decide to do it's not like we don't know like chun lee ken all those guys blanca they are all our household names for video game players so yeah i'm excited to see what they do
0: Yeah, absolutely absolutely and speaking of games, let's jump over to gaming. Uh, first up, E3 is canceled once again. I
1: I think it's done. Those...
0: done. Yeah. No, I think they said it's done. They need to be. I mean, they've been, they tested the waters by bringing it back. Uh, I just, you have the, inter- the internet, the cost behind things like a big show like that. What's the point these days? If people aren't leaving their house, we've already kind of established this whole new thing of, Stay at home, watch it on your on your smart TV, whatever. I if you're not getting the support from the big studios who are just doing their own thing, their own virtual events, there is no need for live things anymore.
1: Well, that that's really what it came down to it, is that some of the triple A publishers are doing their own. You know what I mean? Well, uh, obviously, Nintendo does a direct now and PlayStation does whatever theirs is and Xbox. So it was like, okay why spend the money to do it? And the other thing is, is like E3 was supposed to be a trade show. It should have been the right. same thing as, as um, Toy Fair. But the problem is, is that it became a premiere for all of these trailers and people were deciding whether they wanted to play a video game based off of E3, which is what we covered for years on DFAT. But the issue is like, Why am I as a publisher going to go show my new Assassin's Creed trailer when everyone's going to be like, fuck you, I don't like this. And now I'm not going to go buy Assassin's Creed as opposed to, you know, EA showing you this cool packaging and making it this awesome thing. And it's like, oh, okay, I want to see this. So I I think like E3 is done, done, done. Pax took over, they're done.
0: You'll still have packs for your indies, right? Yeah. In East and West. You'll still have these shows that you can go to if you really want to And we go. got the
1: video game awards now. It's pointless.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, next up, Toxic, Toxic Crusaders is getting a Shredder's Revenge uh, type game. So bringing back the classic Troma characters and saving Tromaville. Uh, this, this looks fun. Uh, it's based on the uh, the cartoon, I'm assuming. And Yeah. Yeah. It, I don't know. I, are they still remaking toxic crusader? Like what is the, what is the draw for these characters? Are they coming back? Is it nostalgia? What is it?
1: So it's definitely nostalgia. Remember super seven put out those toys too, yes. but also there is a toxic adventure movie that is due out this year.
0: This I don't year. Know right. When.
1: Yeah. Okay. Starring, uh, Peter Dinklage. So like, Oh, that's right. There's that. And then I think they saw like street to rage Four. Shredder's Revenge, like these beat 'em ups are coming back hardcore and they're doing a really good job with it. So it's like let's kind of capitalize on some of that shit too.
0: 100%. 100%. That's that's the best way to put it. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll check it out. I'm sure yeah, it'll also yeah, We emerge. might
1: play it together. Who knows?
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um another thing that we might play together here. Uh there's been we'll debates see. right. <laughs> this is the thing about alien games. There's a handful of good ones and there's a boatload of bad ones um every time they put one out it seems like it's disappointing in some way now this approach of uh rts um xcom midnight suns these kind of games are a lot of fun this looks like this could be a really good way to handle aliens it's going to be called aliens dark descent comes out this june for all of your systems um and so it takes form of a real time strategy game where players command a bunch of battle hardened colonial marines as they attempt to contain a xenomorph outbreak on moon left now this trailer looks great i've watched some play, uh, like play videos of of the actual game i could dig it honestly if i could get into these kind of games more
1: yeah i think this it it looks interesting I guess is what I'll say. It doesn't look as good as Midnight Suns or XCOM in that way. It looks like it it's squad-based tactics, which for me, like that's Rainbow Six and like that kind of stuff where like I have to tell somebody like if this is the bad batch, right? Like you you're hacking, you're on ballistics, you're on sniping, like whatever. It's the same or type Republic of Republic Commando thing. Three, or Republic Yeah, yes, right? Pretty bad so batch I that. I'm okay with this. Um, I did want to go on a little bit of a rant real quick. Do you remember John Wick Hex?
0: Yes. I I wanted to play it, and I never did.
1: It has that top-down view where you're seeing, this is similar in the writing, that's why I'm saying it, or in the design where you have that top-down view and he's going into rooms and killing all these people. Yes. That is, in the movie, the, I don't know how long, like 10-minute one-shot action scene top down doing all that stuff <laughs> and it blew and i was like and i yelled at my wife i was like this is from that game they literally just did this so when that's i saw cool. this trailer i was like could you imagine this in an aliens game like that you know like that's where i get hyped is like could i see this live action the game looks fine I, we might like it to play it together but it's fine i wouldn't pay more than 15 bucks
0: well i mean we still haven't played fire team or whatever the hell that which game seems more like what we need to play if anything right which hasn't got bad reviews i mean it's right. hit or miss on these things so we shall see but this next thing looks really exciting as lego fans and car driving fans and more uh lego 2k drive the video game um this looks just kind of wild like driving around lego whatever in these crazy cars and it's just a really cool concept because i've been waiting for a new lego game I don't know when, like, the next Batman one's coming out or when, whenever, but this is a cool concept. I'm um, taking it to the next level.
1: Yeah, this trailer, again, came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And when I saw it, so I'm a big Forza guy, the, and, and Forza has Lego uh, cars. Like, there will be certain DLC that does this. So they basically just took that DLC and made it into a full game. I'm in I am in soon as I saw the car which is what I was hoping for when I saw the car like turn into like a a submarine and then like a rocket ship and you can like transform into all those forms I was like this is how you do it the, like I always wanted that Lego city builder but I was like "Ah, it's an MMO I don't want to spend the time on it this is what I want so I, I will buy this day one
0: there you go there you go we'll just be cruising around our Lego cars God damn it. uh Horizon Forbidden West the DLC Burning Shores drops on uh April 19th. Nice. Real nice. soon nice. here. Is it a paid DLC? I would Is think so. Yeah. I'm not entirely totally
1: sure, but I, I think so.
0: Um I liked that game. I didn't give it enough time. I think I beat it and I jumped to the next game I wanted to play. I think I think I actually went right from that to Cyberpunk. Uh, i was so excited to play Cyberpunk that I blew through for bed and west which i enjoyed but not as much as i think i enjoyed the first game so just the same thing it's fun it's fun (laughs) it's great but you know there's some new monsters coming out for this i'm excited i want to try that vr one um yeah great world it's very sad without lance reddick though so yeah for sure (laughs) yeah it's kind of full circle here um and last up in video games, uh, Curse of the Sea Rats, which we've talked about in this show. We backed on Kickstarter. It The game came out today, uh, as of our recording on April 6th. We got our code yesterday. I was hoping it was going to be available before midnight so I could play last night. But I'll no. be playing today. The Don bluth stylized game uh, with the cool animations, hand-drawn, Pirates, Metrovania. I'm ready
1: yeah i'm that's it we we back this in 2020 i believe 2006
0: i think it was
1: (laughs) it's been a while so um (laughs) yeah that's it uh it looks fun it's on steam it's on actually it's on every console just yeah yeah, check it out
0: absolutely i'm sure we've Uh, talked about it before (laughs) oh many times many times it was crowdsourcing from the beginning exactly (laughs) uh just two things from tabletop gaming uh zach's Ripple Moon drops this December his Star Wars esque sci fi fantasy, which I'm very excited for because as a Zack Snyder fan, I love his his own work. It'll be getting a massive RPG, apparently. Uh, what what doesn't get an RPG these days, but whatever. I am intrigued to find out what this is about.
1: Yeah, I mean, he doesn't tell you. That's the thing. He doesn't tell you it's a video game, he doesn't tell you if it's a tabletop game he just says it's a game an, an immersive rpg so it can mean a few different things uh nowadays like we have that dune game which is pretty i really want to play that rpg because every time i get an update for it, it looks insane so we'll see what this means but um it's all going to be contingent on how good this movie is
0: yeah absolutely absolutely and then um you i could take this it. one yeah go yeah. ahead a little D direct
1: yeah, so which is new D and D, you know, Wizards of the Coast, Hasbro. They started this D and D Direct thing the other day, and there's some stuff in there. It's fine, but the big thing that I wanted to talk about was the virtual tabletop. Um, obviously, you've got things like Roll Twenty and you've got Foundry uh, to do your virtual tabletop. So, you know, Wizards is like, well, we want that money, so they invented their own it looks great so you can create your characters on D D beyond you can literally drag your character sheet onto the physical quote-unquote physical character and like the stats are just there they're just ready to go the backstory all that shit is there in your character and then your d like everybody you're playing you can play either live or you can play virtual um, Everyone will be on their computers, and it's just like that Roll20, except for it's 3D everything. So your character is a 3D model. You move it to where you want to go. Your DM can create monsters just there. You know what I mean? So it's a mix of uh, what they've already been doing really good with Roll20 and Foundry, but now with the 3D modeling of like wow. a Baldur's Gate or a Diablo. But you are in control of it all so i don't know what the pricing is going to be like i don't know when it's going to get rolled out but if there's ever a time that i was going to get D beyond this is it because like you've got a billion dollar company behind you creating it it's not just a bunch of cool you know uh, uh programmers who made it and believe me we use rule 20 all the time we love it you know i don't use foundry but i've used it it's good but these are the people who created D&D so if anyone's going to do it they're doing it so that to me was like holy shit this is cool
0: awesome that sounds like a great time but speaking Another of time, time. <laughs> right but speaking of time don't steal my transitions my sorry get <laughs> setting that up what time is
1: it? it's a pursuit of plastic
0: All right, point Hunters and Action Figure Enthusiasts, this is the Pursuit of Plastic. Let's jump right into Hasbro. Remember when they um, decided to give us a black Horsantan toy that was based on a Chewbacca mold and looked complete garbage, and everybody made fun of Hasbro for it and said, hey, why don't you actually make a real figure? So, yeah. so
1: <laughs> no, go ahead. No, it's just, this is why I don't buy Black Series anymore. Because all your figures are getting remade with new faces and, like, maybe a new grip or something. Like, yeah, the old one looked like shit. It was just chewy with black paint. Now you old made one. a deluxe figure, which is awesome. But it's like, what? what about the people who bought the other one? What happens? But oh, they Give were a dumb. discount. They were the dumb ones. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're dumb, but, like, I also don't think it's fair. I really don't,
0: and I, I don't like it. You know what's not also yeah. fair? This is called a deluxe figure, and it costs forty fucking dollars.
1: Shouldn't it? That's what a deluxe figure should.
0: No, be. I mean that's what that's what they say. That's what they forced us into these days is like this thirty-two dollars in up pricing. Like this is these are not collector figures. These right. are plastic. This is this is not SH Figure Arts. This is not this is not Super Seven. Like you're not you don't have four horsemen. Come on. This is getting. This is this is the point where they're charging us almost twenty dollars for four inch figures. (laughs) Like black figures six inch are going up to almost thirty to forty dollars. Like where are we? Where what time do we live in? So, I I don't know anymore. This looks great, sure. But then again, I mean, it's like you made these starting lineup figures, and we're charging fifty dollars for them. Great figures, yeah. But at least you say, hey. We're moving into this collector field. Well, guess what? If you want to really do collector figures, put them over the $50 range and give me a reason to get them. This Black Horsantan has no accessories. No nothing with it. It's like, this should have been $32 and most. I just, It's really stupid. Like you said, they're just going to remake things all the time with a better face or whatever. It's just, where are we? I don't know. Um, I don't buy them can't do yeah. it yeah. target uh is getting a um multiverse of madness scarlet witch figure it's going to be exclusive for it that's the news
1: <laughs> i'm glad it took you um, a year to put that out
0: right right <laughs> you <laughs> want a, out a year hold?
1: ago sure
0: yep comes with a dark hold if that's what you really want so sure mattel uh doing these retro jurassic park figures exclusively at target um they look like the old ones from the nineties. They they have the collector packaging and things like that. Sure. Um I I really like the Amber collection that they did. I thought that was smart. They they yeah. they made them in, in, in the same design as the original figures, a lot of them. They did some other cool stuff. But yeah, I mean, if you're a retro fan, they've been doing new the real Ghostbusters, they've been doing a bunch of different things in that in that light where this will feed on your nostalgia of action figure collecting as a kid. Yeah,
1: this is fine. I, I actually had a bunch of these, if not all of them, when I was a right. kid. So I like this. Um, yeah. I Do we know the price point, though? Like, that's the only thing. I don't know. I have a link
0: right here. I'm going to look at it real quick.
1: Yeah, I'm just curious, like, the cost of what
0: these are. Are gonna be for, but the idea is cool. So this first one, the Ian Malcolm versus the the spinning di- dinosaur. I never know how to say it. Um, Twenty three ninety nine. Figure Fair. accessories, two dinosaurs. Um, for what size, you know what I mean? And they're four inch figures.
1: Yeah, they're four inch. So yeah, I wouldn't pay. I wouldn't pay anything more than that <laughs> for this.
0: Yeah, uh, um,
1: this is a Dilophosaurus.
0: Dilophosaurus, yeah. So yeah. here's the real field Tyrannosaurus, fifty dollars. Uh, based, but on those it. are the ones that have like that skin. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so they're going back to that. Yes. That those figures are always worth a ton of money in the aftermarket.
1: <laughs> for sure, <laughs> dinosaurs always are in general. If you get them, if you get them sculpted correctly, like dinosaurs are worth so much money.
0: Yeah, I'm waiting for that guy that does those ones. I like Kickstarter. Or, Forget what
1: Crypto
0: something. Called. Yeah, yeah. And I showed you the the Dino Riders. Yeah. Concept that he's doing. Yeah. It's like bring more of that on because I would buy that. <laughs> so, uh, we got a new look also from Mattel at the upcoming Origins and Masterverse figures that are coming out in the fall. Um, cool stuff. I like their new Attorney figures. I like the the new concept of those. They continue to do the, go into the Snake Men and other stuff that they didn't really produce. Now we're kind of at that point for Origins where they're going to start making more stuff that they were very limited in producing or didn't produce. Uh, Snake Mountain comes out this fall, which is one of the ones I'll probably be getting um, and so forth. So Motu is not dead. <laughs> uh, more to come.
1: I'm excited. There's a Prince Adam
0: figure. Yeah. Finally from the Revelation show.
1: Yeah. like Come on, dude.
0: So still not as cool as the origin. No. <laughs> so. said, yeah. uh, NECA has been doing these Mirage figures. Uh, they just actually just teased yesterday that they'll be doing the Mirage April O'Neil, uh, which is a no brainer. I think when they first were doing their Ninja Turtles way back in the day, they did them based on the on the comics. Um, this is going to be yes. a much more comic accurate one. So very cool. Uh, I know that we just got a Casey Jones one. And hopefully they'll just keep redoing these in some new turtles, maybe. So yeah, no, exactly. Who knows? Uh, their universal line continues. Uh, the black and white bride was teased and put up for finally put up for pre-order. I ordered all of those black and white ones. Still waiting for the black and white creature, but the creature finally went up. The green one went up for pre-order. So very cool finally, thing. right? Um, if I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it right now. These are. Th- Less than thirty nine ninety nine that they're charging for black or for much better figures. Um so that's my argument right there. NECA can do it cheaper than Hasbro. Yeah. And make better figures and more better sculpts, better more sculpts. accessories. Just yeah. Such garbage. Um look forward, you know, get both of those uh in your pile loot. Um they the are. Carlin Toys. <laughs> uh the Flash movie, this this is kind of old news, but we haven't talked about it yet. Those figures dropped, the statues dropped, the Batmobile dropped, the Batwing dropped. Um, all of these cool concepts from this movie. I'm not a big fan of all these figures. I think a lot of them look like garbage compared mm-hmm. to like what they've been doing, which is this up and down from McFarlane. Uh, but I, of course, ordered the Batmobile and Michael Keaton Batman.
1: The Batmobile was a stroke of genius, um, the bat wing was a weird flex, what is not it? Two hundred fifty. It's huge, yeah. It's two hundred fifty dollars. Huge, but like, you didn't have to. It's like you could have just put out a hundred dollars. Like, I and we're gonna talk about it at the end of this McFarland thing. But it, for me, I'm just like, keep it consistent. Like, here's your three seventy five line, fine. Here's your six inch line, fine. Here's your gold series line fine but like if you're gonna go and do like you've got the big bat monster truck what was that 50 bucks which he keeps discounting
0: yes and
1: then like okay you've got the batmobile which is huge is what 70 if that 60 60 right the batmobile or sorry the the batwing 100 bucks that's it like you didn't have to do anything crazy i don't even think that batman fits in it honestly Oh, like, it, I'm sure it does. It's huge. It is huge, but I don't know. I just feel like for me, I I would have done $100 and I think you would have sold more units. Then do a 250 gold platinum edition, you know what I mean, with more shit. That's mm-hmm. to me. I just feel like as a business person, sell the units. Pump yeah. out the units. Like, you're not hot toys, right? And, and maybe... Do we just want to talk about it now? Can we just talk about this collector's edition thing? Yeah, go ahead. Because it's like, to me, what, what is that? This? What is it? But this would have been to me what it what it would be. You've already got a gold label. You've already got a platinum label. This is your collector's label, whatever the fuck that means. The, the Batwing would have been this. Like, yeah. give me something that's huge and it's it's meant for people who have the money to spend it everything else has been real consistent that was the one thing where the price point i was like
0: i don't like that it seems out of control in my opinion it if it wasn't exclusive to mcfarland toys i, um, I would I fully agree the um yeah. the fact that it is limited in number um i didn't realize it, that i i'm sorry i didn't realize yes that. so that is the only thing about it i agree with you on every other point uh, of it
1: okay it hangs I on your. I
0: know that it can hang on your wall. It's a display piece. Um, So we, I don't think he's really losing money, and he's probably sold more than than Haslab was going to sell Ghost Rider vehicle.
1: I'm so, sure.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> will just let a little jab in there. But to your point, to take that Batmobile and make it a wide release at sixty bucks, it sold out immediately. Like he's getting smarter about his marketing. We see how he inundated the the market and he had to discount so many figures over the last year or two um mm-hmm. by overproducing and now it's seemingly like he's doing less because things are selling out he's not allowing so much to go out to the distributors the gold label is fine it, it's annoying to me like these yes. exclusives the walmart which you which is the biggest pain he has to get Big exclusives of target you can get them easily most of the time um his own exclusives. Fine. This collector's thing is interesting because it's like, what, what is it? Are you doing like a subscription service where you can get figures like how Maddie collector did it? Like maybe teams. Yeah. Like it's, it's weird. Big bad toy store is getting its own exclusive. So, right. Right. I like that versus saying, Hey, Walmart and target are getting all these exclusives. Yep. At the same time, down the road you see a lot of these popping up on McFarlane toys website anyways uh so it's like oh i can't get my beast boy at walmart will it be on this site eventually that's how it
1: should
0: be it Uh -uh. it, it, it probably will yeah for somebody who's probably the best at the game he's doing a great job but there's a lot of questionable things at the same time um yeah i will we get like a true batman 89 run from from this will we get batman 90s movies figures like in in how they did the dark knight trilogy so do i do i buy these now do i wait for a better version i don't know it's it's kind of like he's i don't know i i don't want to complain too much because he's he does do a lot of these figures that people have been asking for and and whatnot so he does he's he's
1: consistently Consistent with what he puts out and the frequency at which he puts things out, it's just that like, there's certain practices where I'm just really like, why are you doing this exactly? Yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> yep. agreed, agreed. Um, but last up in Mark Farland news, there's another statue been has been teased. The Superman statue looks cool. I was gonna look up what series it's based on, but I didn't have the time to do it. But whatever, his statues are great. And this was my other thing I was yeah. gonna say about they great our, in yep. our discussions is as much as i i love action figures i'm kind of like i just love statues more and more these days uh (laughs) at these price points you know it's like dst does these great statues at great price points he does them it's like what do i want to represent my my geekliness with like if i can get a discounted statue at 20 bucks (laughs) i'm gonna buy that all day you know as if if it looks great so if it looks good Uh, I was a little worried that Super 7 was discontinuing their their Disney series um, as I wait for more Robin Hood figures to add to my shelf. But we're getting Wave 5, and it's based on The Rescuers, which is an odd choice. But again, it's something from my childhood that I loved. I won't buy this, <laughs> but it's kind of like what they just did with the Nightmare Before Christmas wave. They're getting a Rescuers wave. I think maybe this is the way to do it. It's concentrated on a movie instead of making it so random um which was kind of my argument at first you're you you're putting out these odd more obscure characters yes we're getting them but if i'm gonna get excited about robin hood figures when am i gonna get little john when am i gonna get like right. the sheriff like how long would i have to wait for that this is the way to do it so the rescuers way five is like the two mice the girl it's kind of like two different yeah penny its two it's separated into two different packs we get the larger mice in one and then with penny you get the smaller versions of them so it's a neat idea um you know all sculpted by the four horsemen all very disney i hope we continue to get more
1: yeah this this to me was a consistent wave you know what i mean and and that was my big thing too is just like who I I know you would always be like, oh well, they do it good with Star Trek. You get the ones you want, but then you also have to get ones you don't want. And I I was just like, yeah, <laughs> or you could just give me the ones I want, and right. then and then wave four, give me the ones I don't give a shit about. Like you know what I mean? I, I'm I like this idea better. You know what I mean? Like this this to me makes sense, and I do want to see more. Like give me a Snow White wave with all the dwarves. You know what I mean? Like give me a. Uh, princess and the frog like just do that just give me a movie like that was the one thing is like i love fantasia and i want mickey but i could go with a dancing elephant too or like hippo like i could go with other characters in those franchises too so this to me is cool um hopefully they do bring back robin hood maybe they didn't sell enough i don't know like pinocchio like what's going on (laughs) what are you
0: guys doing yeah i mean it's it's one of the best pre-order windows out there you get them on yeah yeah you know it, and they look beautiful right so it just seems seemingly is is something that could be successful because you're not overproducing you're see you're kind of gauging what people are buying which is also you know the other the double set edge sword if it's not doing well you're going to cancel the series so yeah but somehow we're on 10 waves of thundercats you know it's, yeah. it's kind of crazy like that so who knows what's going to happen um this next one's really neat. Speaking of Disney, Tron. Will we get Tron 3? I don't know. But right now, uh, coming to Disney World, eighty nine ninety nine plus tax. Uh, Tr- Tron action figures. You put your face on it, and you put your voice in the grid. These new toys include an LCD screen uh, with your face on it. will play your voice with the press of a button. <laughs> so you want to be part of Tron, you got it. This is a stupid idea.
1: To me, this is like the 90s like something they would have come up with then like nobody gives a shit about tron right now unless you get a new movie we haven't seen anything from tron in over 10 years and like that was the cartoon the movie was in 2010 so it's been 13 years like nobody cares nobody's gonna spend 90 dollars on this you you got like 10 hardcore tron people who are gonna buy into this i think it's dumb
0: Luckily, it's pretty limited release being only at Disney World, uh, so they can see the follies of their mishaps. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and suffer for it. Seriously. Um, last up in Hot Toys news, you just dropped the C-3PO in here. What is What, what is it? What is it? It's, no,
1: it's C-3PO with Salacious like, eating out his eye. and Oh. Yeah. It's cool. It's, and again, if I wanted C-3PO, this is the one to get. unless you wanted a phantom menace one which is unique as well but yeah this it looks cool um yeah it looks cool
0: awesome you get a Salacious crumb with it
1: Mm -hmm. a little baby one
0: um and then last up 40th anniversary of return the jedi is upon us of course we're going to get many figures from it i'm sure this year and special packaging c 3 (laughs) po like that and also Darth Vader from the movie with removal helmet, Sebastian Shaw head um, and more so if this is the ultimate Vader as you said pre-show uh, if anybody wants it I I was also just dis- always disappointed in the fact that the Rogue One one did not come with a light up lightsaber The one I bought I love it and I love all of these figures but this is this is the one
1: yeah you know I <laughs> it's hard like, the reason why I bought, like, that, uh, that Spider-Man was, like, I was waiting for the one that I wanted. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, but speaking of things, too, uh, as far as, like, updates, like, they just did new head sculpts for some of the MCU. So, Tom Holland, Shuri, and someone else got, like, a new head sculpt. And it was, like, great, but, like, do I have to spend $230 to get an updated sculpt? Just because you guys finally did better? Like, is that they, fair?
0: They need head packs. Honestly. They
1: do need head packs. A oh, thousand percent, they would do very well selling head packs and accessory hand packs and stuff like that. Like, they would do really, really well selling that stuff. So, yeah, that was one thing where I was kind of like, oh, because all of these other, you know, Instagram sculptors are kicking your ass, you decided to like up your game, which is great. But if I already bought a Tom Holland figure, this is you just screwed me
0: yes i agree i fully agree with that uh and it's 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 the game we play i mean we talk about it from the low level of collecting to the high level it's 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 why i don't buy
1: people's faces so i never buy
0: actors faces because of that reason there you go so that's it that's our beefy show we're back from break we're on the highway to 250 uh where can you find us
1: you can find us at don'tforgetatall the only place you travel geekly, as well as DFAT Ent uh, on all the interwebs, all of the social medias. DFAT Entertainment is there. Um, you can find us all over the place. I don't know what else to say with that. This is Keith. Everywhere. Saying, Please go read your comics because they quite literally are the reason why we even have this show.
0: <laughs> True enough. And this is Chris saying, don't forget To Tell.